What does it take to change the distorted perception of blackness placed on us by society? What does it take to insist that to loiter in our own neighborhood is a natural part of a thriving community? Two East Cleveland provocateurs seek to answer these questions. Izzy and Jay created the Loitering and Unarmed podcast as a commitment to narrative control and economic justice. Through honest, insightful, and unscripted conversation, we engage in radical talk to inspire radical results for the habitually excluded entrepreneurs and change makers in East Cleveland, Ohio. Thanks for tapping in as we remind the world that black men engaging in provocative conversation, either on the street corner or online, is not a threat, but a think tank to solve America's disease of racialized poverty. What is up? What is up, man? So you're leaving. Yeah, I'm going to Creative South. Creative South is? It's in Columbus, Georgia. It's a conference. It's the 10-year reunion of a conference for designers. Uh artists, illustrators, marketing people, photography, video, 10-year reunion. It's kind of a big deal because they haven't had one in two years because of COVID. They shut it down. A whole bunch of people had their tickets, so they waiting to come back 10 years. I think I gave a keynote with them in 2018, so it's like I'm kind of part of that community. It's the designers, you know, and a lot of black people in that space just kind of, you know, not dominated, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, not like the white boys, but you know. So, I mean, they're my people, though, man. I think one of the things is is that I really don't see a lot of black people kind of leaning in that area as designers, or maybe I don't locally I don't see them. They kind of like artists. I always talk about this. Yeah, there's like a difference between the artists and the designers. Um. Um. Because the designers is more for service, right? So he's kind of solving problems for clients and giving collaterals for different platforms or different people, right? Versus mm-hmm. an artist, he's kind of just doing a collection piece, what he feels or what he thinks, kind of. But you can mix and dib and dabble, and you know, in the middle of both. Like I could operate as an artist, as a designer, but. Um, a lot of guys who kind of come into being a designer is always uh, already like an artist, so he kind of knows about drawing and painting. But vice versa, if a guy's like an artist, he's just an illustrator painting. He may not be savvy in in, in an Adobe Illustrator, doing layout, um, doing graphic design, using a computer, things like that. So <clears throat> that's kind of like the difference. Mm-hmm. That's long winded, but yeah, no, you and you doing any um workshops or anything or you, no, you just connecting with people yeah i'm just and, reconnecting networking kind yeah. of yeah i wasn't gonna go actually it's what kinda... changed your mind actually ramadan mubarak man how yeah. you, you going during ramadan uh... yeah ramadan yeah that was one reason why i wasn't gonna go number two i just been feel like i've been spending too much money on stuff that you know <laughs> just trying to save some money Yuck. yeah you know yeah it's a little expensive not traveling but to just the tickets itself the workshops is astronomical i mean it's worth it though i mean mm-hmm. you come back with the connects because i made connects a lot like i've done some other traveling before like i was in south carolina and i was at a conference and people was coming up to me like i saw your thing at um creative south so the connects is crazy mm-hmm. like i met the guys that work with gary v it's yeah. like so it's important to <clears throat> that's your phone it is you told me to cut it off too no it's cool. um but no it's so it's important to uh to invest in yourself in the process in order to get the connections in order to learn um and you know uh, some of us you know are you know ha- have that you know, have the privilege to be able to do so. And so, yeah. you know, you just keep doing because that's, the, you said there's not a lot of us in these spaces. Part of the reason is it's that same conflict that you just talked about. Right? It's <laughs> yeah. like, well, I'm trying to save some money. I ain't yeah. trying to, I'm not trying to come out, you know, 1500 for something that's not going to really guarantee, guarantee anything. Yeah. But it's about putting ourselves in those places to make sure that we are seen. And then when yeah. we are there, you know, represented the way that you do, right? And yeah. then, and this is kind of where it's like, where's the, where's the investment in people, right? How can we, 
you know, you got these, you know, people talking about they, you need to increase capacity and everything. That sometimes you just need a knot in your pocket, mm-hmm. right, to be able to go out there, make some connections. Because these old, these old tropes are about saying, like, hey, it's not about, you know, what you know is who you know. That's, a, pri- that's a privileged statement, too. Absolutely. Because, you know, you got to know the right people Absolutely. outside of your circle to bring you into different conversations. If you keep, you know, knowing people within your own, you know, their own circle, you, you're not going to be able to cross-pollinate ideas. So what do you do for people who are looking to... Who are struggling with, with, with how did work walk through how you 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 came you know you came to the decision I'm just gonna go like was it mm. like like because because there's a lot of people struggling with that because that's why we don't go to places you know while we don't call somebody up and like hey man Izzy I really want to go to this thing um, can you spot me some money hey Jamal like can you cover my you know my room because I need to do this is the connection of us investing in each other is another way that maybe collectively we can be able to support each other in these moments because I know that finances are a barrier. But yeah. sometimes it's just like we got to recognize that we need to be helping each other pull out of those situations. But yeah. anyway, just, that's well, just another well, thought. You know, I'll be getting into thoughts. Thought, that's, I love it. Um, back in 2013, I could have made the decision not to go because I've been going for years, right? So mm-hmm. that's how I know these dudes because I'm in the spot. Um, I made a decision to go, almost didn't go again, and it changed my life, man. They put me on, I was on the stage the first, you know, people acknowledged my work that I didn't know that they were seeing it, right? Mm. So I was posting, you know, making a lot of content back in 2012, 2013, and I had somebody that was appreciating what they saw from me, and they introduced me to somebody who was on the main stage doing a podcast, and they got me up there talking, bro. So mm, nice. I so it was that initial investment that absolutely. got you. Now you're committed, and then you saw the fruits of like your your labor. Your your the fruits of you you actually planting that seed. Yeah, to be yeah. able to do it. No, People need nice. to realize like the work behind the behind the scenes, and you know this because you're not really upfront with the social media. We talk about this, but I've been pounding these conferences, bro. Like, yeah, can't really go, man. I I, I got. My my license was suspended, bro, and I was like, I'm going anyway, yeah, right? And yeah. Um, me and e, I actually got some tickets to another brother of ours that we know, <laughs> right? So I'm sorry, I'm laughing because you <laughs> said your license was suspended. Listen, every mine was. The, I think we talked to everybody in Cleveland, every brother from Cleveland <laughs> had their license suspended. <laughs> what was it? It's like putting a grown man on punishment. Yeah, it's yeah, wild, yeah, right? yeah. Man, my sus—I got it. Man, my my license was suspended. Here's a funny story. So I had a car before I had my license. Like, mm-hmm. I had a car. I was working but at. You a, should. Yeah. You should have a car before you have a license. Yeah, exactly. because so, I'm working, right? I was working at uh, I was working at Baker Square, um, on cut on 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 in Severance. Remember Baker yeah, Square? Yeah, I used to be yeah. up there. That was my spot. Yeah, huh? yeah. So I was <laughs> getting the the, the skillet joint. Yeah, yeah. The, the breakfast bacon, skillets. Yeah. yeah. No, don't, don't say bacon. Huh? But yeah. back then, okay. huh? it was banging. Huh? <laughs> Hopefully, it was turkey. <laughs> The skillet sock. Yeah, the skillet sock. The, the chicken broccoli sock. skillet was bomb. That's what we would get. Me and Duke worked there back in the day. I by didn't the know way. that. Yeah. I, we was crossing paths. I was in there <laughs> daily with my dude. So we were there. So I'm working, saving money. I had my first. And then I I, I was like, I'm saving money cash out. Just cashing my check, mm-hmm. you know, because I wanted to have that knot. Because, of course, mm-hmm. you back in the day, it was like you need to have that, <laughs> that roll in your pocket. Still do. Yeah, well, no, I can't do that now. Okay. You got to grow up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old school. My grandfather still had a knot. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, no, so I had to knot. And then I, I um, so I got a car. And so when I got the car, my mother was like, like, what, what are you doing? Like, you know, at this point, it was no stopping me and Duke, like joy ride. Nah, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I was, and I kept promising my mother, I'm going to get my license. Don't worry. I just don't want to get my license until I get my car. Mm-hmm. Of course, I get blurbed by the police, you know, then they suspend my license for, for three months. Right. Because mm-hmm. I didn't have my license. So I told them, all right, well, cool. 
Um, I'm driving with a suspended license, still lock with a car lock. Yeah, my license Absolutely. suspended. I'm, I'm 16, 17 years bro, old. You got to get there. Bro. So I'm driving lock. I get pulled over again. He rushed you, took you to jail. No, not yet, Doc. Not yet. You know the story, Doc. Mm-hmm. You know the story. Exactly. So fast track, of course, like four or five different, like, literal, like, pulled over, driving a suspension. Finally, the doc get pulled over in Wycliffe. I'm like 18. Oh, Wycliffe. Yes. Huh? <laughs> I got pulled over in Wycliffe, fuck. And so they they rushed me to the doc, to, to the doc on jail cell, like I'm I'm shook, Doc. I'm shook. Brad and all, like certain spots. Yeah, you, so I get so then I get out. They put me on house arrest, Doc, with a pager mm. rock because I'm in school. I'm at the time. I'm house I, arrest, yes, Doc, like, at 18, 19 years old. House arrest for for driving, Doc. And this is the stupidity of it for driving without a license, Doc. So they put me on house arrest, Doc, because I was like, so because literally the judge was like, dude. You got caught driving under suspension five times. Oh, is that many times? That's how many times. I no, got I got caught. caught a couple of times. Yeah. Caught, kept getting caught. Then, fast forward. I had to, re, you know, of course, I had a couple people. I transferred Bro, my. You had the highest insurance on it, the globe, Exactly. Yeah. So, of course, then I got. So, finally, I, I fixed it all up, did my house arrest, paid my fine because I'm still working. My fine was like $2,500. It was I, ridiculous. I know it had to be. So. Then I get my insurance, and then I was I had my insurance for one month, Doc, like, just mm. to have insurance. Like I'm stupid, Doc, like, because I'm like, Ooh, okay, then you get pulled I over get without, pulled over mm, without the insurance, Doc. Like. Yeah. And so <clears throat> then, so I go to get my insurance, try and get it before the court date. Of course, you know, be like I gotta get all this. Paper you know, you know, I made a insurance card in Photoshop. I I was sweating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> did it work out? Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. sweating yeah. though, bro. Did, yeah, remember? Yeah. Hey, I, another thing. Like, I'm, my mother's driving me to the, related to that, Ock. Mm-hmm. My mother's driving me to the BMV. So we're driving to the BMV. I'm in the passenger side. I had I had changed the, the, um, the date on the temporary plates because I, sh- I shifted the, the ownership mm-hmm, you know to my mm-hmm, mother's car because mm-hmm. I couldn't register car in my, mm-hmm, in my name my, mm-hmm. so I, I wrote like a one next to the Ooh, 17 you know it? my mother didn't know it Uck. they knew it Uck. they pulled us over Uck. my mother was driving Uck. She, they come over they were like do you know how fictitious place I like, when you talk about sweating bullets mm-hmm. I'm sitting next to my mother Uck. she gave me that look that only a mother can give me. Mm, mm, mm. She looked at me. She was getting off of work. She was working nights at St. Luke's Hospital. Uh, mm. She was tired. Uh, she was doing me a favor. Right? This is the stupid stuff we do to our parents. Yeah. Uh, so she looks at me. She said, I had no idea, officer. And then looks over at the officer. <laughs> 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 and he said, oh, okay. I get it. Drive this up to the thing and go get your plates. And then, so she he let us off because he, he he let her know. And then as soon as he pulled off, you know how your mother used to be in the front Bruh. seat. And she, she gave you the, the, the right hand yeah. back smack to the chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah That's wild. Yeah, but how many of us had that story? Hold on one more. Like, I got caught okay. going to Akron. Huh? Yeah. So it's my whip. <laughs> it's suspended, bruh. I come home for Thanksgiving. So it's Thanksgiving break, Ock. And I'm coming back, Ock. And I got blurped on Route 8 on the freeway, Ock. Told my joint on the freeway and took me to jail, Ock. Fa- this is what happened. My father was there. I got a flat tire or something. So I called my pop. I'm like, pop, I got a flat. I, can't, I needed some help or something, right? So my father was up there. And the, you know how the police come up there when you got, you know, you down on the highway, bro. Yeah. Ran me through, bro. Took my car, put me to jail. Like, I had to sit up there in Bedford, bro. <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's horrible. But go ahead. Huh? Yeah, no, that's, yeah, we just got off on another train. But a lot of people is going through that right now. Like, like you said, you got to go through it, though. Yeah. Like, you had, like, that shouldn't, this is a good point to bring in because, the, the, number one, we are target anyway. You getting pulled over? Yeah. You 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 you're expected that it's gonna happen, Ock. 
this is what I didn't know about. Because I'm doing a speed limit. He's not behind me, Yak. And he yanks me, Yak. I said, what in the world? Then I get yanked again. He's in front of me on the front lane, Yak. I didn't know that they could scan your plates, Yak, without mm-hmm. being behind you. And it'll just give you a, a it'll give you a, 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 a thing where a beep and say that he's suspended. Yeah. This is what else I knew is that so many dudes is suspended and don't got license in Cleveland that they don't even bother to pull them over, Rock. Yeah. It's just when you go into them little, you know, little small little um, brat and all and little small little outskirt areas, bro, they going to yoke you. That's the only time I got nabbed. Never was nabbed in Cleveland, bro. Really? Well, I got nabbed in Cleveland Heights like three well, times. Well, Cleveland Heights like, is they, not yeah, Cleveland. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about yeah. the trenches. Yeah, no, you're right, yeah. Yeah, I got pulled over one time in ECOC. One time in ECOC, this dude, uh, I hated this cop. Uh, it was he horrible. was well known cop. He was Pac Man. He he wasn't like Pac Man. No. We had a Pac Man up here. He was uh, from Heights. Yeah, but no, nah. but yeah. So <clears throat> getting into it. So so you leave. I know you're gonna call me and be like, "Can you cut out that part where we talked about?" <laughs> They're pulling over. It was way too long. Like, no, we keep it off. Like, I don't know. No, What's it's it? fine. Like, when you listen to it, you can edit it. It's fine. Just, no, it's cool. No, I, I, I know I give you a hard right time now. about working. Uh. <laughs> I don't want to work no more. Right? You ever read a book called Who Needs the Negro? Uh? By who? Sidney Wilhelm. No, I ain't really get too many books like that unless I had them back in the day. But check this out. Uh, I'm gonna just read you this this joint. Uh, this is the the new introduction that happened. That uh, this uh, a new book or this is a uh, no, it's this old school book. Uh, uh, old school, some of your yeah. pops had. <laughs> it was written, and it was re- I think it was rewritten. I think in 1993 when it came back. I think it's, it's called this, what the new Negro. Uh, who needs the Negro? Who needs the mm. Negro? But I came across this joint. I'm gonna just read this says because it's real relevant to the stuff that we've been talking about and i was like oh man i forgot about this joint so i'm not good at like dates and like who wrote stuff you know i just you know yeah, go, I mean? ahead, but, go ahead but it says the economic elite now controlling vast amounts of wealth within the nation and throughout the world will not permit any reallocation of its wealth to enhance the living standards of an ever-expanding impoverished people Further, it has no intention to allow wealth itself to expand unless the wealth comes into its own possession. Unlike the industrial area of production, mass consumption is not needed for the economic survival of the computer age. The economic elite has no imperative to counteract its expanding wealth and therefore its goal is to lay claim to a larger share of the pie for itself. In order to achieve this purpose, we find the economic elite abandoning the existing class system in favor of a caste system commonly known as feudalism. That's a lot to Im- yeah, unpack. Yeah, so where, oh, where, where, yeah, from. exactly. Yeah. You have to almost chop that up. Chop it ahead, up. Dog. Chop it. So what do you, what, what do you, what do you hear when I, when I first read that? Like, what's the first thing that pops in your mind? It's so far, it's so far, um, it's so much space in between, like, the elite and the, the half and the half knots that it's not, it's not, they're not able to keep up. They're not able to catch up. It's like it's not built for them to come over. It's such it's such a big gap in between the two entities, right? So when yeah. you when you look when any city you in when you downtown and you go whether it's L.A. it's New York it's Atlanta you see those big buildings, bro. The buildings is like. So huge, bro. Yeah. Why are they so big? Like, they like pyramids. Yeah. They to let you know that this this is the elite and the spaces that you can't even go in. Yes, sir. Right. It's like, um, the low seats. It's like just the access. You don't have access. You. I don't think you don't even have the mental capacity to like. 
it's a mental you know it's 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 part of it's a thought too like it's part of your mental right to mentally be in these spaces that people just be like 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 look these are some beautiful buildings or whatever whatnot but yeah, yeah it's a sign you, you, you're messing up the, the thing it was good i think it it's i think way. yeah maybe not but anyway i'm rambling yeah um, but no it's a sign like it, it like you said it's it's a signal of power yeah it's like hey look we're it's here pointed at the You're top not, like what what exactly like who this is ours right it's funny when i say this is ours you know my father you, you know that that speaking of this is ours i'm just digress a little bit you know that hand that's in uh that's over by the mocha yeah my father hates that 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 hand doc Mm-hmm. You know what he says? He what said he it's a, a, a it sh- it looks like a land grab, like a slap in the face. Mm. Like he said that, that if you go look at the hand that's in the middle of university circle, it's a constant reminder like this is ours. He said it's a it's an angry hand even. Yeah. And he said to not understand the sensitivity of what land grabbing is and to actually allow that to 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 be a prominent structure in the middle of university circle you know you got to question intent or ignorance right so was this person who commissioned that art piece and who sanctioned it and who actually did it were they unaware that the land was grabbed from you know black Mm -hmm. folks or was it intentional and so that's the question right mm-hmm. and then but it gets to your point around symbolism mm-hmm. of an oppressed society is important the higher the building the shinier the building the be- the, the more number one it's an expression of capital it's what it's what's it's how capital is accumulated right if you got mm-hmm. you know the you know all the glass that it takes to to put in that building, that's that's money, that's that's capital that's stored in in a resource, right? So the more bricks you use, <clears throat> is the more, re, you know, capital that's stored in the bricks. So literally, it's just how you accumulate and store capital and show how much capital you have, which is what these structures are, are meant to do. As you're talking about these tall, you know, buildings, but the one people, people shut down too they don't they they accept the fact that they're not allowed in these spaces and they don't go yeah like even like i just was talking to somebody ain't gonna name him but somebody that me and you know yeah for sure he saw something in my story and i was like it was actually this these artists artwork bro this brother made bro in the art museum I, these pieces gotta be like at least 12 feet tall and they simple paintings of like mannequin heads of women with different hair color. Dope mm-hmm. piece, bruh. I mean, he had a whole room, bruh. So I was like, man, I looked at the video. It was very inspiring that I saw this this whole body of work. Mm-hmm. But I saw something else that was kind of like disturbing too in there. Not in his section. It was another section. It was, I don't know. I, you know, I'm really not a fan of too much nudity in the yeah. art museum. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. I think it's unnecessary, bro. But that could be another. <laughs> but it was a, it was a new piece, bro. This, this chick, bro, black chick, bro, like a, a naked black BBW. <laughs> <laughs> With tattoos, Zach, holding a coffee cup. The coffee cup said, "P Power Rock." I mean, <clears throat> I turned the corner, Rock, and I was like, you know, it's it's an ex- freedom of expression, Ock, but at the same time, Ock, it should be guards. Like, no kids can come. You know, I don't have a problem with somebody just you, having. You was with your kids? No, I'm lie, bro. I almost, I, I had a meeting in there. I had a meeting, so that's why I didn't have them. I had a meeting at the art museum. Art museum is cool. It's got free internet. It's a little expensive for the food, but the food is good. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So and the, the the guy had a family emergency, so I had time to kill. He couldn't come. So it was like a, a section with black folks section, right? So Beautiful. Like, so that's, that's the funny thing. I, so imagine you with your kids. That's why I'm laughing, because you with your kids suck. And I'm glad you were with your kids. You with your kids. I know what you're talking about. Like, the the, the like 
Yeah, like just a naked depiction of bruh. It was like a chick. Uh, mm-hmm. This was like a six feet piece, huge sister, bruh. Mm-hmm. Nipples out, yeah. just holding yeah. a cup. The cup said "P Power on there, Rock." It was yeah. a bold, yeah, yeah. bold yeah. thing on, you know. So I was like, "Man, son, look, I'm gonna just say it, man. That's Dang. unacceptable." I mean, it's you not, should be not, able to do whatever you want, but at the can, same time, no, no uh, you need to have some class. Uh, you do. I mean, the thing is, I, I classes to be classy uh, needs to be taught, bro. But here's the thing: this is the debate around like censorship or not. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a bit, it's a bigger conversation, and I would love to have this conversation with somebody who's not going to be because so we now have going to have groupthink. So I would love to have somebody get on get on and talk with us around like defending that sort of display of art in public spaces that kids can show up at at any given moment. It was Literally. a dude, it was a guy standing there when I walked in. So maybe he was flagging flagging youngins. Mhm. Maybe, but I don't know. Well no, I've been in, I've been in situations like this where I'm just like girls come on we, we can't, you know. And and then I'm the pushback that I get from the art community is you know it's expression it's it's not, you know but you know it, there, there's art also plays because this a role is the problem with it this is the problem with it we have so much l- lunacy we have so much porn we have so yeah. much filth that it tarnishes it takes away from it you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying i think that's that's the thing that it's like you know yeah no it's Man, that's what I'm saying. I I want to. I would. I, I really want to get into this deep conversation with somebody else because <laughs> because we're going to be saying a lot of the same stuff, and that wouldn't be fair, to be honest. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, because... I get it. I get it. I get it. I, I know you should be able to do what the heck you want, paint whatever you want, say whatever you want, do whatever you want, bro. You know what I'm saying? Just need some censorship and some. You know, it needs to be. Not because you know, because I probably would have been salty if I would have had a piece that was a collection in that space, and I want my babies to come in there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, now yeah. I got my babies coming in here, and I got people coming in here, and then I got this big naked chick in there. Like I would have been a little salty because I'm part of this big collection. I'm finally at the art museum. This is we finally getting let in this little spot over here. But this other brother, man, he had his own space. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody called me. We could cut his name out. Somebody called me and was like, where is that at? He asked me, was it at the Mocha? I was like, no, it's at the art museum. He's like, where is that at? He's like, I ain't never been in there. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's he's basically, you know, f- guess that like a lot of people feel they ain't no need to go down there. Like yeah. they're not accepted down there. Yeah. Um, Donald Blackhead made a good point about the art museum a long time ago, and I love what he said. He said that, it's really no representations of you in there. So you, when you go in there, you don't see nothing like you unless it's a African section or something. So mm-hmm. it's no, you don't see your grandfathers and great grandfathers painted with froze or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. Back in the day, your tribe is up, down in there. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. the Greeks and the Romans and, you know, they, they legacy and not ours. Yeah. What you say, like you said. Yeah, exactly. A stolen legacy. A stolen <clears throat> legacy and the, the 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 need to preserve it. The need to preserve the dominant culture is part of the the is part is another one of the systems. I, I always say like we always keep talking about tearing down the systems that perpetually oppress us blah 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 and it's not just the police, right? You know, we get up in arms about oh we got to dismantle the police blah 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 and there's a lot of systems that need to be dismantled, bro. This is the thing though, Rock. It's it's this I don't have a problem with the system like it is, Rock. And I I say that take that with a grain of salt. I don't have a problem with the system if mentally you can make your own system. And I want to just say something just as small as just connecting with your brothers and building. Like, we don't build together, Rock, and that's 
part of the problem. Yeah. And the, the we're so- not talking about problems no more. I know you got solutions. No, hey, y'all, uh, you was talking. You started off talking about problems the I, whole time. I huh? did. No, I know. I'm joking. What I'm oh, saying. No, oh, what I'm no, saying no, no, is no. remember we we work. What I, what I'm challenging us to do <laughs> is is because we have identified the problems. Right, we've lived them. And right now, what we're doing with um, with Ibrahim and a couple other folks that's going to be happening at fifteen oh one this summer, right? Yeah, that's that's us working together. This right? this is this is a this is a mindset that I yeah. that I have a problem that I need to break. It's like somebody said, um, no matter how much you want to pull somebody up, if they don't want to come up and they don't want to be, you can't pull them up. Mm-hmm. He was like, but you could pull them down. So it's like people feed off of negativity. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to pull somebody down, but pull somebody up. If they don't want to come up, then they just don't come. You know, and I have a problem with that because I'm like, well, dang, I'm in a space where if if some of my homies was, was we, I don't, I don't, you know, I hate to look back like we could have did this, we could have did that, or they could have been coming along on the journey with me. They just not meant to be, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, um, so... No, that that's getting getting back to that that passage that I read, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, one of the terms, so like this, I'm just gonna read like what feudalism is. Yeah, please. Right, so people can understand. <clears throat> and 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 when when I read this, think about it in the context of modern day consumerism and our role that we play in delivering the goods to the people that have the wealth. Right? Yeah. All right. So, feudalism, I, I can't see, so I got a tag on that. You had it right that, that first time. Feudalism, the dominant social system in, in medieval Europe in which, in which the nobility held land from the crown in exchange for services, mm-hmm. right, and were in turn tenants of the nobles, while the peasants were obliged to live on their lord's land and give him homage, labor, and, sh- and a share of the produce nationally in exchange for military protection. <clears throat> so. Yeah, it's a transaction. It's a transaction. Power. Power. What are we, pr- like, the question is, and then at the same time, we do have the biggest most i mean our our military ain't nobody nobody's coming you know what i mean people believe nobody's ever going to attack america right this is this is this is whole this idea of 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 you know protecting us right celebrating right the the power of this country right yeah um and so therefore you we when we you talk to people we often say well you know what well at least we are free or at least we don't have you know some of the other challenges of other you know countries yeah, you or could, society you have, you have the opportunity to make it exactly you can't can make it so it's a possibility right. right but it's like a mindset it's a, like a you know part of it is a mindset to even know that you can do it underneath it's gonna be the thing is like if somebody did it that's got your same skin color your same complexion if somebody else made it then so can you so it's just gonna be rough yeah and it gets to like this other question is how much land do we own in this country right do black people land how much own how much land do black people own in this country I don't know. If you were to guess, what percent? My grandmother, my grandmother. What percent? We don't care about the land. Or my grandmother did. My grandmother had land. Grandmother had land in Alabama, bro. She had the paperwork and everything, but never went down there to check on it, never went down there to see it, nothing. My grandmother passed. I had to ask my father, like, he mentioned and said nothing, bro. That land ain't no telling who got that land, where that land at, who owned that land, bro. It's just could be a walmart on my grandmother's land mm-hmm. so people just looking at the now 
than right now. I, I just like this, this, bro, this. I'm so irritated with everything. <laughs> no, it, well, well, it's reason. Wait, 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 it's wait. It's reason I, to be irritated, though, bro. This is the thing. Hey, y'all, need a better system, bro. I know. I'm sorry, everybody. Plus, uh, my, I can't see y'all. No, I'm the like, you, you can't see enough to get in here. My uncle can't see no more, Rocky. No, yeah, thank you bad. for reminding me. Yeah, yes, my, my uncle, you. Muslim brother. Mm-hmm. He got cataracts, bro. He can see kind of in the house, but outside it's a wrap. Yeah, you know he need help to get to the mastery. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. the answer to that question is right now we, uh, like black people are like I don't know thirteen, fifteen percent of the population, right? Yeah, we the own, peasants <laughs> exactly, and we own roughly one percent of rural land in this country. Yeah, so. What's the solution? The solution is is awareness number one. Is awareness number one. That's the reality of where we are right now. And so then, when you think about the transactions that we are a part of daily, so our jobs primarily. So when they when so you, that, well, I'm sorry, to cut you off, but yeah, we okay. kind of day to day guys. Is what I just was complaining about my gas bill. Everything is <laughs> <laughs> everything is high as heck, bro. I wash my clothes at the laundromat because I can wash so much at one time. I could get one wash in, I could get eight washes in instead of washing at the house. It went up a dollar. I go in there. Now you like, now you back washing one at time. <laughs> so everything gas is up high. Everything is high. So everybody ain't dudes ain't looking for no land right now, bro. They kind of day to day. Yeah. Especially but, but that's the but that's the, exa- exactly especially the people who are deemed as being the service class and so when you think about some of these traditional uh solutions that are coming to us around we're gonna you need to, we need to bring in businesses that are going to create jobs right yeah what kind of jobs Hey, uh, is that your phone? Or not? Hey, I got an iPhone. It don't. It don't have no feedback. Like, hey, uh, you putting that to your head, uh? I can't. You putting that on your head, uh? All of that radiation, bro. You better switch over to an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you about to blow this house up with that Android? <laughs> Hey, you might be right. But make your point, because you're kind of talking about the land and all of that yeah. stuff. So the it's, land, it's getting there. Go ahead. Yeah, so the land is important because what happens is we end up just being a service class. We end up just delivering the goods and services, you know, in in order to pay rent, right? Right. To the lords, landlords, right? Right. Uh, which is very similar, right? So then we don't end up owning you know any of the uh, any of our assets in our communities let me let me kind of jump in knock i hate to cut you off no, bro, cause you, i know you'd be rolling knock <sighs> bro it's a double edged sword because <clears throat> to to make a move to to own something that's going to be in an area that you might not want to be in yeah a lot of people want to move out and get out bro. right it's the crime it's the neighborhood it's yeah. this it's that like I know people that live in the suburbs and want to move again. I just had this yeah, conversation with my mom. Yeah, <clears throat> I was like, "Mom, look." I told her I was like, "Look, I'm." <clears throat> this is a lady that I was like, "How old is this lady?" She had to be like sixty. Like she's willing to jump into another thirty-year arc just to move because the neighborhood. I was told my mom. I was like, "Mom, too old mm-hmm. to buy a new house." I'm 50, Yak. Yeah. So that would be crazy for me to get a 30-year joint. I'm going to be 80 years old with a house note because I don't want to live in the hood. Yeah. Come on, Yak. No. But that's the mentality. That that, so, that That's what we're dealing with. So, so, so another move is like you got people that's willing to make drastic moves, which is paying rent and not owning just to be able to move. To be able to put themselves in a spot where the rent is too high, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a a, a a ever never ending treadmill because people don't like to go small. People don't know the concept of minimalism. 
people don't know that. <clears throat> so either you got to increase how much you're making or you got to go small. People don't want to go small or people just caught up and can't even move. Yeah. So you've been caught up and you've been locked in to these, the slump spot that you've been in for so long. It deteriorates your, your motivation, your inspiration, where you're working at, bro. Yeah, causes lead, inertia for sure. Yeah, and then it leads to alcoholism. It leads to smoking, drinking. Then you're trying to gamble. Then you downtown at the casino. It's a lot of complex situations. People go to the casino? Absolutely. Uh, really? they, Guys they go is on. playing a number, bro. Yeah, I didn't even notice the number come out three or four times. Huh? Mm-hmm. You can pay it in the day, you can pay it in the afternoon. Brian, guys dream about numbers and waking up and running to the A rap store. Mm-hmm. Let me play my birthday. My grandmother, like, bro. Yeah. So, yeah. And the state making money off of that. Again, absolutely. poverty. Listen, poverty makes people a lot of money, man. Taxes off the cigarette. Yeah. Bruh, this like poverty makes side. people a lot of money. And that is. So the whole thing, you, you're pointing to something that's real, <clears throat> real germane to the conversation, which is we say we don't want, as a community, we say we don't want gentrification, right? Mm-hmm. That's one th- on one end we say that, right? On the other end, we say, I don't want to live in the hood, right. right? These are two conflicting realities, right? Exactly. So how, what are the ways in which we can begin to deal with those two extremes because here's one thing for sure is how there there are some people that are hoping we run away from the hood right. so gentrification can happen. Right. And then once the community changes over, then that's when we want to come back after it's already been established. So or, we kind of like... I mean, but it's, it practical, it's practical and it makes sense uh, because... If gentrification come in here, it raises the value and the equity of my house. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so it, it, be, it behooves you to stay. Absolutely. And so it's like hold steady and don't move. It's going to be, and, it, and we can think that it's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. It's been hard for us since the slave ships, bro. Like it has not been. You know, like, you know, this, you know, life, what is it? Life, life ain't been no crystal stairs or whatever. Yeah. That, 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 that poem, I think. But, but anyway, like, that's not our life in these communities is exactly what it, but at the same time, there's so much beauty and so much talent that's here. So every single day we make a choice to go work, you know, for some company that doesn't respect us. We work for a boss that treats us like poop, right? We we transact in a system that only wants us to t- to transact and service the needs of the elite with the dollars, right? So it's not like so all of that stuff is like below us. So how we can step out of it is to just invest in ourselves, invest in each other, right? Support each other's moves, so we can then invite others to come from a position of power because once we give it up you know we're not it's going to be very difficult because you're going to have your house again your house what you know thirty forty thousand dollars what the house is worth all right cool we sell it to go buy a like you're saying buy a house for a 30-year mortgage then then what do you got fast fast forward <laughs> Ten years later, like you said, the equity is going to increase, right? The, the value is going to increase in your home if we stay if we stay past. So, how, what what do we have to do to stay put and convince well, others well, and invite need, other to, to others to stay put? A lot of a lot of education, a lot of awareness, bro. A lot of seminars and workshops and talks, like an action plan, bro. Where you giving a guy a booklet. And then calling them on. It's like going back to school, walk. Mm-hmm. But you writing a curriculum. Yeah. And, you know, and kind of handpicking the movers and shakers and trying to grab them. I mean, what that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. It's the, the guys with some power that has influence over these other small little pockets. It's like the Huey, the uh, the the, Car, the Stokely Carmichael, you know, it's the, the points of contact, right? And you had different guys appointed 
that had the tribe underneath them. Mm-hmm. So it's like the smaller pieces. It's like one street at a time, like like what you what you're doing, like right. So you get one street, you get some land, and then you show the possibilities of this land, or you get some land and you give it to somebody. You know, it's I think people need their hands to be held, bro. Like an action plan, like a step by step where he's logging in. You could talk about NFTs and crypto and all of this stuff all you want, but if you don't help him log in and 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 give him give him the the game, then it's gonna be difficult, bro. I had a brother who um <clears throat> is my father's friend, man. He called me, man. I'm busy, bro, but. You know, I, I want to help him out. So he called me over to do some computer stuff. And I did. And he's still using AOL. I was like, <laughs> what in the world? I couldn't even find it on 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 YouTube, bro. I mean, his his email got ads in it. I was like, wow. Yeah. So I was just like helping him, you know, because he's a he's a poet. And he, it seemed like he never, he never sent an email before. He's, man, he's probably like thirty years my senior. He might be in his eighties. He's, he's, he's sharp though, bro. Sharp. Um, he was in a magazine. He just showed me poet. He wants to get his stuff published, right? He said he came to my class and some stuff. I just tried to make it simple for him, but it just kind of let me know like some people is not even on computers. Never sent an email, Ock. You know what I'm saying? So some of the stuff that we talking is way over people's heads. So it's like yeah. multiple levels, bro. So when I'm saying like the action plan needs to, you're having two conversations and they need to be different. You're talking to the people, right? You're talking to the people that understand what you're talking about, the elite or the people that want to help and to come in. And then you're talking to the people that's on the ground, the peasants, like you in the middle, Rock. You're talking yeah. to the kings and you're talking to the peasants. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like a conversation that needs to be with both, but mm. it needs to be a survival kit booklet, Rock. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. the black man survival kit. <laughs> exactly. I, yeah, exactly. No, Bruh. I love that, Rock. Yeah. I know, Rock. Don't yeah, don't. yeah. No, that's that's the title, Rock. Black <laughs> man survival kit, <laughs> kid. Nice. So what's, what's in the black male survival kit, Rock? Man, what's it's different in it? like, sections? Okay, yeah, what's the sections? So, <laughs> <laughs> this is beautiful. <laughs> this is beautiful. So, first of all, it's like, first of all, like we have you on mental health, mental health, mental health, mental health, mental health. Uh, that's okay. That's cool. I, I get it. But <laughs> don't hate on we the need, mental health. <laughs> we we need physical health too. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see no guy with looking like he's pregnant, talking about mental health because your physical health has something to do with your mental health. Yeah, Oc. yeah. All yeah. the milkshakes Oc, make you depressed, Doc. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's one section, and then your economic section, too. Yeah. You know, it's like the blueprint of a perfect guy. Like I talked about this before, like he's full. He's a full circle. Full yeah. circle is like his health, his mental his being <clears throat> not being attached to like another thing is like being min- minimal, being able yeah. to go smaller. Uh, yeah, I would rather have a smaller house and just be able to operate on the East Coast, West Coast, wherever I want it versus be locked into a 30 year joint up in Solon. And I don't even have enough kids to fill it up. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? So it's not. If you don't, if you don't want nothing, then you don't never need nothing, Ak. Exactly. You know what I'm saying. And your position that you're coming from a position of security, a, a position of of sustainability, and then when you come knowing that I'm good to a conversation, it's like when you ever interview for a job and you already had a job. Yeah. Those are the best interviews, man. So listen, if you have a job, I'm just say if you have a job, look for a job right now. Because that's what that way. If you don't get it, anything you say, you're not in. You're not in thirst mode. You're not like I need this job. You're like, man, I'm actually looking to get something better. So I'm a I'm a huge fan of looking for jobs while you have a job. I mean, if you if you if you're not in you know if you're not you know, your own boss. Well, I'm always going to advocate so, for being your own boss. Uh, but if you have a job, I believe 
that you should be looking for another job while you have it. Because when you enter into that conversation, this is what this has been. This is how I've moved in my life. I've only it's not scarcity. Exactly. This You're coming at it from a position of, hey, look, if I don't get it, it's cool. But I went in there, said what I wanted, what I needed, my value. This is what I need. If I don't get it, okay, I can, I can, I know I got something. And so it's, it's like you said, is what's in the handbook, uh, is is the the, the 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 ways that we can move in order to con- to get out of this perpetual cycle of staying status quo in this our own circle. Another another section is relationships. Like yeah. picking the picking the best mates. The divorce rate is astronomically high. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if you divorce somebody and nine times out of 10 it's because you couldn't bear with each other. So, you know, it's difficult when you got kids. So the, all of these dynamics need to be, it's almost like a, it's like, you know, the, the step by step on all aspects. Like, and mm-hmm. then have guys check in to make sure that he's dealing with the, the because you, messing with the wrong female and messing with the wrong male as a mate can be catastrophic for your situation on top of it. Mm-hmm. Like we kind of talked about um, license and being suspended. So I don't want to get pulled over no more rock. So mm-hmm. um, I got my wife driving me to my interviews uh, with the kids in the car. Right. It's wintertime. Uh, so I'm in the building interviewing for these jobs and I don't have no job. And I got my whole family uh, mm-hmm. in the car, in the parking lot, just with the car on because it's snow yeah. everywhere. So um, it's a lot uh, that, you know, it should be like a, you know, a help you get through these times, man. So you can, you know. I didn't have I didn't have no plays, uh, so I'm coming in at a, at a scarcity mindset. Uh, you know, one of the big things, because uh, we it's Ramadan, we fasting is patience. Uh, you know, you being patient with everything. So a lot of people don't have patience. They want it now. Um, p- people don't have patience with even going smaller, rock. Mm-hmm. You know, social media don't make it no better, rock. I mean, certain dudes you got it. Certain dudes is just. So even for me, like certain dudes so raw, I had to unfollow him. Like, bro, this dude is messing with my psyche. Y'all mm-hmm. in the island, Zach. I unfollow cats, Zach. Yeah, like, bro, yeah, yeah. this dude is crushing it, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we follow these dudes and we want to, we get caught up in wanting to do that to be like success. Like, I know somebody. I know somebody now, uh, like, like I know personal people that will risk it all just to um, flaw sock, mm-hmm. like charge up the credit card, yeah, fall down a hallway to get a lawsuit, uh, whatever they can mm-hmm. just to flaw sock. And it's like that part of being in the blueprint is putting in the work. Uh, it's yeah. finding something that you – not just the 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 the, the, the cash grab. I, I think that's one of the main things. It's like cash grab. The, gotta stop. The 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 what's work. The strategy? Uh, Be strategic. You know what's what's the, the it's yeah. me. It's something that like I I posted something yesterday and I talked about leaving a legacy for my kids with a guy on a podcast and um. It's it's like work that you really care about that you're really involved with, and that's kind of, you know, being a part of lawyers coming in and and being a part of this project. It's like more than just a job. It's more than just just some money, man. It's something that's you got to be connected to something that's giving you energy, value, giving you something for your family. It's like, you know. In the meantime, you got to work at Bogo Pizza or something. But, you know, it's like find something that, that really gets your heart pumping, man. Like, Yeah, yeah. No, People I, be looking for money, though. Like, people want jobs. Like, people pick. Like, I, I was, just not to get off topic, but my major was a lawyer because it was connected to money, not because I wanted to do nothing with law. Mm-hmm. And I ain't even do it. You see what I'm right, saying? The connection right. wasn't there. But go ahead. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's, th- like, the... The blueprint starts with like the education, 
brings in all these other pieces, like you said, that makes uh, that that full stack human being. Um, and then it's got it's got to be rounded out with like you know action, like like what are we doing? Right, I'm tired of. I don't yeah, like. Yeah, so it's the map. It's the yeah. action map. So it tells you if you full stack or not, because you you got a checklist. Yeah, exactly. And then being okay with failure, being okay with trying, being okay with being checked, being okay with like you know people critiquing you, you know people giving you advice. Like these are all the things. And so mm. once we once we begin to do the work, um, it's just. It just has to be a way for us to hold each other accountable, for us to understand what alignment looks like, what it feels like, you know, who's aligned and who's not. Having real conversations, being able to shut it down. I was on a call, and uh, <clears throat> I'm consulting on this project, and the gentleman, I mean, actually, this this lady says, um, hey, what's the funding needs for this project or whatever, blah, 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 right? And it's for a food project. Um, a grocery store, you know, typical in a, uh, in, you know, in a food desert. This is in, in New York somewhere. Uh, and uh, without giving too much details. But so the lady asked, um, what's the funding needs for the project? So he's like, well, you know what? In order to get it, get it done, we need $3 million, blah, 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 to get it, get it fixed up. So I chime in and I say, it depends on who's asking. I said, right now, the USDA and all of these other entities are poised to put a lot of dollars into our communities to continue to distribute free food in our communities. So that is the type of investment that they are doing, the system that is allowing us to rely on them to sustain ourselves. I said, if we're talking about autonomy, and, and, and sovereignty and and things of that that nature, I think it's way more than three million. I think it's like a hundred million over ten years. Mm-hmm. Because that would mean that this store can actually train its staff to become managers in other spaces, could actually um purchase from black owned businesses. Did you, did you, you had that play already in your head when you came in there or it just popped off? It just pops up because I've been playing around with some of this stuff around what would it take to create, you know, know. yeah. So what section of the blueprint would this be? Because you would have to teach this to, to, to other guys to be able to move in these spaces. It's creating again, the community owned supply chain. It's like that. It's like the importance of ownership. What does that mean? If I own the land, it gets to that other thing, like ownership. Yeah. That's a chapter in and of itself, the power of ownership, the power yeah. of understanding that when I go to a grocery store, Pepsi owns so many brands. So when I think I'm grabbing Quaker Oats, you really buying, you're supporting Pepsi because so, Pepsi so, owns Quaker. So, 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 okay, let's just take this for a scenario. Up there, Charlene's Barbershop, um... We got somebody else's beauty salon. This whole corner up here on Noble is not owned by mm-hmm. us. Huh? So mm-hmm. do we not go into these spaces and and you know how do we how do we maneuver recruitment? In this no, Re- how do we maneuver? Do we abandon this whole block because we don't own none of these buildings up here? Charlene left because they went up on the rent or whatever. Charlene was cutting my hair since I was six years old. Mm-hmm. They never owned, Charlene cut for years up there, never the owned the building. Do the math. I thought. know, I'm just saying, like, do Charlene never set up shop or do we? All right, ten th- all right 2,000 times 12 is what, 24. 24 times how long she's been know, in business? I know, Come that, on, I, knock, you I talk, know. It's none so what's of that the solution, I know. So we don't own nothing up on Noble. So mm-hmm. what do we do? We recruit people to go into spaces that we own. And then we provide them an opportunity to co-own those spaces. Like you said, it's not about, it's not just about wealth creation. It's not about so us owning say, the space so for it to be. I don't want to be the landlord. I want to 
So you're talking about a, a, a meeting amongst the, the Charlene's who wants to have a beauty salon because everybody operating in, you know, their own entity. So Charlene is not going to be going up to Tyrone's barbershop or whatever to sit down and say, how do we get our own building? Mm-hmm. But we can convene that conversation to say, how do we collectively put together um uh, again, how you build a, a, a proposal is based upon how much revenue is coming into the door. If I already know that Charlene, Jamal, Tyrone, you know, Loiter, you know, Ibrahim, all these different places are having revenue to come in, then guess what? I can get dollars to sustain the payment that needs to be made to own the building. And if we collectively own the building and you got you know, so four thousand square You gotta outbuy. You gotta buy the building. We gotta buy the building, and then we all own sections of it, and then we now have a community asset. So Charlene can say, "I'm not going anywhere." And as the community value goes up, that building value goes up. And guess what? If Charlene wants to sell her section of it, right, it's held in trust to be sold to another entrepreneur. Right. Mm -hmm. That agrees that, no, we're not just about you're not we're not taking leases. You're going to buy this this condo, you're going to buy the section of this building so you can be an owner, so you can create wealth for you and your family. That's the strategy. Yes. And that's what and that's how we do it. So we are in a heavy recruitment stage right now at Loiter to see who wants to co-own spaces in East Cleveland. Right. So we can create this this controlled narrative so we all hold each other accountable so we all share in the in the investment the risk and the upside of what we're doing and that's how that's 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 the model that's beautiful let's end it on there okay so what do we got going on we i got a big announcement to make next time because i'm not quite there yet um and I've been real silent on social media recently because I've been real busy. Um, but I am launching. We finalized a deal on opening a, a market in, in Boston called Nubian Markets. You can check it out at nubianmarkets.com. Uh, but that's um, it's a it's just a landing page. But if you want a little bit more information about what it is, um, I'm actually going to be in uh, uh, in the May issue of uh, of Bon Appetit magazine. Uh, so everybody should check that joint out. Uh, we launched our Loiter Together uh, <clears throat> consulting <clears throat> business, uh, which I did. You 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 on the site now? Did Thank you. See you. That? I ain't getting yeah, no emails yeah. with oh, no yeah. calls with yeah. no contracts. <laughs> we worked this the beginning. It's, it's the I thought you said we got to put the work in. Huh? Um, but the Loiter Together, I'm gonna just give a little quick blurb on on what it is, so people know. Uh, what Loiter Together is, it, it, it embodies everything that we've been talking about on this podcast and allows us an opportunity to show up in spaces and, you know, deliver, you know, uh, the language and the disruption needed, you know, within organizations or within community conversations. Uh, and so basically, how do we do it? It says we do it differently. We believe that generations of reformative measures have led to widespread collapse in our society's most precious systems, safety, food production, distribution, housing, education, economy, health, health care. This incremental reform work paired with senior dictatorship styles, toxic individualism, and celebrity CEO status adds to the predictable perpetuation of the very thing our society is pushing back against. So that's the crux of what Loiter is dealing with, mm-hmm. understanding that traditional consultancies come in with these models. Hey, do this. It's not relevant to how we move as a community. You know, it's, you know, uh, spreadsheets that we have to trust them to, to draw up for us you know, in language that we don't understand with the threat of feeling inferior because they're the smart, you know, uh, white person who has all the language and the skills on Microsoft Excel to put Mm -hmm. together capital stacks or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. we are going to build these things with people 
So it's education with the intent of delivering an outcome. So it's doing it together. That's what loiter is about. Loiter mm-hmm. together. We're building it. We're not telling you. Because one of the things that it's happens. education on both ends. On both ends. And then we are learning from the other people that we're working with, you know, in other cities. So one of the consultants, the consulting pro- projects we're doing is in Puerto Rico. One is in, in, in South Carolina. The other is in Maine. The others in Boston and others here in Cleveland. So we're going to bring those people to the conversation so we can learn together how to build community in a more organic way. And so we got we launched that. And then uh, if you roll by the building <clears throat> over the next couple of weeks, we're going to start cleaning that joint up. We're going to be at the farmer's market on 105 uh, in uh, Superior Um every Saturday I forget what time so that's happening um not this week but next week um and then uh we are going to be um I'm looking at this 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 uh this company that we're in final stage of negotiations with to uh be able to really fast track some of the conversations around land ownership um and putting products that we grow in our communities onto the shelves you know in a store uh, so that's uh that's that's the update. So yeah. What's the website? Uh, you know, loiter.us. You know, I'm oh I launched ismailsamad.com, I S M A I L S A M A D dot com, you know, so people can know that I'm also a chef. Uh so I need to make some money too, because it's all nonprofit work, so yeah. uh book me as a chef, you know, and I give, you know, I'm not cheap. Yeah. I'm just being honest. I saw the plates, though. Yeah. It's amazing, bro. I'm not cheap. It's talent. <laughs> you look so. like a designer, bro. Yeah. I, I appreciate the craft, bro. Yeah. So you have fun this weekend, bro. Yeah.